Today we have a special, special, very, very special session with a dearest friend. We are in the city of New York, where we met almost eight years ago. For both of us, this is a reunion and a comeback. He's not living here anymore, but it's very, very exciting and nostalgic to meet here again. Hi, Bong. Thank you for being here. Hi, Solana. I'm glad to be back. It's so funny. I think you said that like we're all just coming back here and it's interesting i i drove uh, i had a little road trip from montreal actually to like through like pennsylvania and then now to new york and um i had to name my homes and in french it's called coup de coeur so it's like what makes my heart beat and i would say montreal is you know first you know first home wow uh, second one would be new york and then third one would be philadelphia so it was, wow it's very, very, very nostalgic this, I mean, this changed because it used to be your first home, New York, and now we can say love made you, I don't know, there is a story behind all this, right? Yeah, yeah, I love, you know, in terms of meeting somebody, but also meeting the city. I think been traveling to Montreal the last five, six years, and as a, as a New Yorker, it's very easy to hop on a plane, you're there 30 minutes later, but you're then transported to, to somewhere They, that feels like Europe, right? Oh, yes. I mean, well, this whole introduction is because we're going to be talking about Montreal. Even if we are in New York, which I'm very tempted to do this with you, but maybe for another day, I think Montreal is particular. You know, it has that French and American combination. And it's, as you said, it's very close to New York, so it's easily accessible. It, it feels, it definitely feels like you're going to Europe. So we met in Montreal a couple of times. Who is there? The love that it's making him live in New York for all of us. I miss coming to New York and seeing him, well, every day. I used to crush at your place <laughs> every time that I landed in New York and he was, he was living in Brooklyn. It is, it is nostalgic. Uh, coming back and not having that experience anymore. Ah, okay, so let's leave that there. Um, Bong is a designer. I admire his work and he is a very talented and creative human being. I think the reason why I wanted to talk about Montreal with you is because I know that you know the city so well and your experience will be a very creative and sensitive one, which I want that for the audience to have. What made you fall in love with Montreal? I'm going to bring it to food, just because I love talking about food. Uh, David Chang, um, a really famous uh, restaurateur in New York, when he creates new dishes, he always references back to things that are familiar, but a little bit different. And I always thought about the cities that I've lived in in the past. And I'm not saying I'm well-traveled, especially as well-traveled as, as Solana. Um, I lived in, I grew up in Philadelphia. Um, I lived then in London um, after I came out at uh, 25. And then I moved to New York um, back in 2013. And uh, lived in Brooklyn for about eight years uh, in Bed-Stuy. 
And uh, only like maybe the past, maybe six or seven years was like, oh, let's go to Montreal, cheap flights. And the weird thing is, you know, you said like love at first sight. I wouldn't say it was love, but there was a sense of familiarity with it. There was an air of, oh, wow, it has like a Brooklyn vibe. Oh, it has like a Williamsburg vibe. Oh, it's kind of chill. Oh, but it feels like this. It feels like, you know, Manhattan. Oh, it feels like, and it's such a really interesting mishmash of flavors of other cities, but yet its own. And then when you add sort of the Francophone aspect of it, then it becomes new, but also familiar because I, I studied French in, in high school. And now to, to, to kind of take it again and apply this lens to the city, it's challenging. Like my brain hurts really learning French and really practicing it. But at the same time, it feels quite familiar. Like it's like, it's like a, your second lost language. I love this. I think I agree with you, definitely. It has this foreign feeling, but in, in that at the same time you are in America and you're in touch with Canadians, but also you feel very close to the States and it is a cool mix. I feel like what you mentioned, food, for me Montreal is a perfect mix of art and food. You can, you can sense it in the air, in the streets, in, well, the graffiti uh, art, it's deep and profound there and it's, you can see it everywhere, but also galleries and everybody that is starting art or something related, they definitely enjoy the atmosphere and the community the people that is there. Do you, do you agree with that? Yeah. I mean, how do you have a city that, you know, has a whole dedicated festival to murals and then not really think about food? And so Montreal, you know, has this kind of street vibe and, and then you apply it to food where, okay, you have, you know, um, Lebanese, Egyptian, Korean, and, and then you get like fusions and and people from all over, but yet still have a little bit of like this French vibe is, uh, is pretty interesting. So for people that doesn't know this, in Montreal, you speak both French and English, but you can, I mean, you're gonna, you can go your way without speaking French, right? It's not recommended. Huh? So uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, for those who are not familiar with Montreal, it's in the Quebec um, province of Canada. First language is French. And then, um, so if you ven ever venture outside of Montreal, especially if you go a little bit more north, um, away from the U.S. border, it's going to be primarily French, which is which is amazing and scary because if you're like, oh, I only know high school French, and then you go there and, and you listen, and it's it's not French French, it's Quebecois, which is very interesting as well. It's and different. It is the the there's a, there's a, there's um please don't quote me on this. I know it's <laughs> recorded on a on a podcast. But apparently, and you know, we can definitely fact check this, I hope. Um, definitely. Is that- Let's do it. <laughs> let's, let's do it right now. Uh, it, the, the French that we hear in Quebec is old French from when the French immigrated, immigrated to, uh, to Canada. And so it is sort of this old timey French. So interestingly, there are um, regions in France that have a little bit of this like Quebecois vibe. And I would say, it's almost like, um, my, my boyfriend said it's almost like uh, a uh, Jamaican accent versus like a, you know, continental American accent. So there's like little expressions that are very colloquial only to that, to that group. And then you really get to really understand the personality. There's a little bit of this like jovialness to Quebecois. It's like, 
expressions, very cutesy. Like for example, this one called "tigidu." What? Tigidu means okay. Like it's, really? It's good. You're like tigidu. Yeah. Okay. Tigidu. And then there's uh, one um, uh, where it's like uh, like oops, like you made a mistake. Is upelai. Okay. So very I cutesy. never. Yeah, I know. Well, Canadians are cute though. No? They are. They are. They well, are. you you should know. I'm dating one. <laughs> okay, so do you have a favorite building or area when it comes to architecture, or if there is special part of the city that you would say visually is, you know, impactful or representative? Yeah. Uh, in Montreal, um, if you ever go to the uh, old city, if you look across um, the pier, there is just an abandoned um, flower plant. And it's just, it's like sitting in decay. And it's so bizarre to look behind you and you see high rises and then to turn around and just see this abandoned building. And they have it all over in, in, in Montreal. Another one is uh, very close to the Saint Ambroise um, Brewery. There's, you can sit and have a, a beer um, in their courtyard, and then you can sit on a canal, and then you look to you know, like in front, and there's another abandoned, uh, you know, like plant, and then above that, artist installation of a house. At the very top, you'll you'll see it if you just kind of Google like Saint Ambroise um, house. Uh, you'll see this pink house. And in the wintertime, the artist, mysterious, it could be Banksy, who knows? So I hope Banksy is listening to this podcast, <laughs> is that um, they put in a Christmas tree and like, and it lights up in the wintertime. Um, no idea who does it, but it's, it's kind of cute, you know, like these little flourishes and quirkiness that, that the city offers. You just have to always like, sometimes just look up. In which area is this in Montreal again? Uh, it's very close to um, like Atwater uh, area and also uh, Saint Henri, which is a little bit of um, west. The strange thing about the island is that it's it's a very long island, so I think it's very similar to Manhattan, but it's it's on a weird like 45 degree ang angle, and the way that you um, have direction, it's not true north, but it's actually north relative to. Where, how the avenues run in Montreal, but it's basically uh, it's west of downtown, and it's a really cute area. Um, it's it's one of my favorite neighborhoods. There's really I was going to ask you that. Next question was: Is there any neighborhood or area that you are more prone to, or you like to spend more of your time in, and why? Tell me why. Yeah. So Saint Henri. And Atwater is one of my favorite neighborhoods. Firstly, I'm not biased because it's actually like 15 minute bike ride from where I live. So I'm not going to, uh, you know, it's very objective, right? Um, when you get to find a neighborhood that is so close to you, but also you get to still explore around. There's a really good place called um, Della Rose ice cream, which is just absolutely delicious. Like really um, seasonal flavors. They have corn. Like, who, who knew corn could be a good ice cream flavor, right? Um, and then another restaurant called Elena, which is one of the best pizzas. And that says a lot, me coming, you know, from, from New York. I know. <laughs> this is... How much pizza have you shared in the past? Well, I've seen you eat more than, yeah. I mean, I, you know that I don't eat pizza that much. 
because of the dairy thing, but <laughs> I've seen you eat pizza yeah. a lot. Yeah. So for you to say that, yeah, guys, trust him. Like he's when it comes to food, he doesn't joke. No, he doesn't mess around. No, I'm 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 eating Solana's pieces. Is actually what she's saying. <laughs> Exactly. Okay, so uh, you said uh, those two neighborhoods, and is it mostly because of food then, or is it the reason why you choose a neighborhood uh, related strictly to that, or is also you know the maybe the scene, the, the like the people? It's really interesting. I you you said oh, is it the people? And actually, it's about the lack of people. It's you know when you go to Montreal, you go to the touristy areas and. Um, there, there, there are plenty of touristy places, and there's always going to be really great discovery there. But the thing about like Saint Henri and, and Atwater, it's so industrial and quiet that you feel like very at peace. You can walk around. There's a lot of factories, a lot of abandoned um, studios and lofts, and so it's, there's a sense of stillness to it. And there's obviously life in those buildings and life in the and there's really good restaurants and good bars and everything. But it's not loud it's not obnoxious so taking a stroll after you know a long day feels quite peaceful and you're and then so you walk on on Notre Dame that's like the, the, the main street you're gonna see you know ice cream shops and barber shops and you see like restaurants and people do go out to those places and then there's gonna be just blocks of quietness and then activity blocks of quietness and activity so you're always going to be surprised you know your senses are always going to be Charged, recharge, charge, recharge, and and they're always opening up new restaurants, and you know there's even a, a Aesop there. So you know you walk down, and then there's a there's a bar, and then the Aesop, and you smell, oh, it smells so good, and you you pass by, and then you kind of want to walk back, and but then it's you know there's something else across the street, but there's a canal, so there's just it feels like for me, it's almost like if you're in in New York and you go to Soho. But you get a block of Soho, and then you get a block of, you know, like Red Hook, and then then the next block will be uh, West Village, and then the next block will be always uh, like industrial, quiet. It's such a really interesting mishmash. Wow, so it's intense, you know, for the census. It's kind of like everything is. I don't think I I ever felt anybody describing a place like this, like the the mixing of all the the different neighborhoods in just like a couple of blocks. It's interesting. So if you had to say that maybe there is a special day or I don't know you know some cities have like um, maybe a Thursday or a Friday or Saturday or Sunday or the weekends or that a special event special vibe would you recommend any experience or event for example what would you do on a Sunday that's a tough one because Montreal has so much to offer I think the first and foremost thing is in the summer Montreal really opens up they really close the streets down they make it really pedestrian friendly so the must visit is Place des Arts. It's uh, an amazing uh, avenue where in the summertime they just have festivals. So for me, you know, when I lived in, in, in Brooklyn and I walked down the street and you hear doon, 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 you're like, wait a second, it's noon on a Sunday? Like, what is this? And it's like just a dance party. And so, I mean, it's official, but then like in Montreal, it's even bigger, it's a festival. And so every weekend there's always something. So uh, I think two weekends ago I visited Franco's um, and it's just a Francophone festival and every single night was a performance. And the cool thing is you get to just show up without a ticket. You know, there's sometimes you have to buy a ticket to go to a venue, but you can show up 
take a stroll and you just hear live music and it, it just reminds me of uh, when I visited New Orleans and you're walking and you just hear music and there's something about live music that really and it's not I'm not saying you know like it's like um, some people they put on uh, music uh, when they uh, walk walk down the street you know in their headphones I've never done that because I want to hear the city but it's weird to not have headphones and really hear the city sing to you you're like okay what what are you trying to tell me this is insane it's kind of like you're saying that Montreal has its own soundtrack and beat or something right like it's uh, well music is a really important part of the city then oh yeah one of the famous uh, artists from montreal is leonard cohen so um he has you know murals of him everywhere he's super super famous wow i love it would you recommend a specific festival to go to or maybe like go to montreal when this is happening oh i mean it's a tough one because i would before if you asked me that question last year or two years ago or actually three years ago before Um, you know, uh, the world changed. Jazz festival was amazing. But then when I went to Franco's and it was just Francophone music, I was like, wow, this is, it feels so regional and it feels very other culture in a sense. It's, it's the Francophone side of me was super curious. It was like, hey, you know, if I go to Jazz Fest, it's universal in a sense. I, it's just music and obviously sometimes you have singing, but it's mostly instrumental but when you go to Franco's it's all uh, f French lyrics and I discovered you know a couple new um, uh, French artists uh, there's a, a woman na named Lazara and and she was singing like you know almost like a Amy Winehouse-esque voice live and wow I I want to I want to listen to that Yeah, and it's funny. Is she from Montreal or from France? She is. It's interesting because when I when I heard her, I was like, "Oh my gosh, like French music!" It's she's from France, and then uh, my boyfriend he said, "Oh no, she's from Quebec. She has a Quebecois accent." I was like, "Oh wow!" And I kind of felt sort of um, rooted into like more so into Quebec that I at the some point I start to really appreciate popular French music. I think coming from the states, there's a um, US-centric um, attitude. I'm not saying it's a, it's a bad thing, but then to go to another country, especially in, in the Quebec province, is then to be really appreciate and start to really understand what music they value and really start to really appreciate it. I definitely think music is the perfect entrance, you know, culturally speaking. Life without soundtrack is... Oof. So music always adds that special context to everything. Yeah. Thank you for that tip. I love it. You're welcome. It's a, uh, one of our mutual friends always says when something's a little bit bland, it's like bread without salt. Cool. Gabby. Gabby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's a great... Oh, I miss Gabby. <laughs> okay, so another question for you. If you had to describe the city in one word, what would you choose? What would it be for you? Okay, we silence. To, I know because <laughs> I well, it's it's uh, it's not too often I get to not think about it, but actually talk to a dear friend, just speak very deeply because I I feel very comfortable talking to you. I feel like we've had so many nights of just talking about life, and it feels like one of those nights you know i remember i know, you know right <laughs> like it's a, just you and me 
Yeah. yeah. There's nobody else yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. So I would say in one word, and please do not judge my French because I'm still learning, is l'esprit, which means spirit or life. There's an energy that the city has that through its music, through its food, through its people, is a constant drive to create. And I would say that's the, the one word. Let's go straight into food, because I know that's your jam. If you had to say there is a friend or somebody or anybody from the audience is going to go to Montreal, that person can stay only like three nights, two nights in the city. What would you say they can miss out in terms of food? First, you need to try this. I always make lists, so I have, you know, top three. That's why you're my friend. <laughs> I was like, go here. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I, I think I mentioned um, earlier. Elena uh, has amazing pizza with fired plus pasta, amazing wine, really good staff, really attentive. Um, That's it so has, important. Yeah. Yeah, it has just this really. Um, they have just care to what they create, and it's not pretentious either. It's like I care, um, but we're friends. It's pizza, so it's it's just meant to be very homey. That's uh, one place. Um, two more places mm. for food. Mysterious. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think about Mile End for food? It's just I, I visit Mile End, um, but I can't say, oh, oh, okay, now I think of it. There's another restaurant called Beautamp, which is um, Quebecois, Montreal, creative, seasonal food. So they have like a, a lamb tartare, they have, you know, a, um, a, a chicken pate with, you know, shiso and blueberry. It's just really inventive and you would never think that you would actually put those ingredients together and you're like, okay, should I? And you have it like, well, how come no one has done this before? And so definitely Botam. Any rooftop, any bar? Oh, for, for drinks, if you want to do, I thought about it. There's two, <laughs> so maybe I can I do a, a bonus, two bars. It's in the gay village, so if you want to, you know, have like drinks with friends for apéro, um, I would recommend two bars. One is a bar mineral, and the other one is uh, Renard. And the way I describe them is, think of your grandmother's jewelry box. There's like these little crystals, and it's gold. There's like diamonds, and it's just like very really delicate. And so you imagine the the bar when you like go in, it looks like that. It's like you know, gold-plated and warm and really good cocktail. And and then think about your mom's, you know, your, your grandma's jewelry box, but then add like really good music <laughs> inside. You're like, wow, okay, this is, has everything that, that I need. It's just sparkles and it's really tasteful. So I would recommend those two places. Okay, that's good. Any dish specifically? Because a lot of people talk about pudding. Tell us a little bit about This. Poutine is definitely, you know, the dish of, of Quebec. There's towns where they battle each other, you know, who has the best poutine. And oh, really? Essentially, yeah. Essentially, it is French fries with gravy and cheese curds. It's good. Um, and I can say it's, it's um, you know, living in New York where, you know, after a night out, I have pizza. Poutine is definitely heavier than pizza on a night out, to say the least. I, I, tr I did that for a couple weeks. I'm like, Actually, I don't think this is healthy for me. And so I now reserve it for special occasions. Um, and you'll find tons of places uh, serve this. I think people uh, really go for it after a night out or something like that because it's a lot of carbs and carbs. cheese, you know. 
It's yeah. like you yeah. you can you can absorb alcohol so fast. <laughs> yeah, and and you'll 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 uh, you'll be happy. You'll have a smile at the end. Oh yeah, it's a, but it's it is it is a very dense. Uh, the other day I tried one that had also bacon and egg. So the traditional one has what you describe, but then they have varieties of it oh, wow. in different restaurants, which is. Let's do a tasting, you know, like a poutine. <laughs> a poutine tasting. Um, yeah, is there anything else that you would say that maybe represents the area? Not only Montreal, but maybe you know, a Quebecois. Something I learned very recently. Um, I had ice cream. Uh, I, I, I'm not saying I, I've never had ice cream. It's just I've, I've had ice cream at at a place, and I, which I thought was like, oh, the ice cream will be fine. It was creamy and delicious and definitely full fat and tasty and and what i learned was that in quebec the dairy is regulated so the dairy that you get in all the creameries and all the ice cream places are the same and so i would say definitely go eat ice cream it i i always thought oh you had to go to these two places but in fact every place you're always going to start with a high standard. It's like going to Italy and you get in, and you get gelato. You're, okay, you, you know it's going to taste a certain way. In Quebec, the ice cream is the same way. Wow. Which two places would you recommend for ice cream specifically? So I'm going to go look because I have another place. Let me just see. Two places. One is Della Rose, which I mentioned has all the seasonal fresh ingredients. The second one is called Le Givre, and it is absolutely delicious. Um, I had a uh, strawberry jam um, sorbet with, it was a twist in vanilla ice cream. And it looked like spreading jam on toast where you get a little bit of this like translucent, ruby, gelatinous jam. And so every taste I had was like, oh my gosh, I'm having jam. Oh, I'm having cream. Oh, jam and cream. And I, and I couldn't stop. Oh my God, you're, I mean, I'm, oh, I'm dying. You're killing me here. <laughs> I feel like everybody now that is listening to this, they, they just want to go for an ice cream right now. What about transportation and moving around the city? Like if you arrive to the airport, do you take the metro? Yeah, so um, Montreal is uh, in the works of getting um, a high-speed uh, airport line. So right now, the best way is um, actually if you... I mean, I live in, in Griffintown, so I take a, a bus. It's like very easy, and it's just basically 45 minutes to the airport. So it's really convenient. Um, you can definitely take an Uber. It's not as expensive as, let's say, a city like, like New York. Um, summertime, definitely recommend taking the bike, because as I mentioned, when you visit Montreal and you go from one neighborhood to the next, inside the neighborhoods, you're going to see different blocks, these different architectural styles. You're going to see things that you would never discover if you just took an Uber. So it just allows you to really kind of take in the city as much as possible and really discover these little gems that, you know, are in the corner or on the, the side street. And so I definitely recommend that. And you have buses and, and two subway, two or three subway lines. Or more, actually. <laughs> okay, good. I hope you wrote all that down, guys. Um, so is there... Is there any lesson that you think Montreal or moving to Montreal, the whole, you know, transition for you? Because going from New York to Montreal, is, it is a transition. These are two diff very different cities and mindsets and 
you know what you said the spirit of the city is so different like I, th I feel Montreal is very chill you know and about quality like life like whatever you eat and how you feel and the music you listen to it's like every like slow and organic and healthy and we all know New York is not about that but <laughs> we love is there any lesson that going through Montreal has left you or you're still experiencing? Um, definitely still experiencing. I would say definitely appreciation for life. I think, as you said, it's like these little moments of quality and tasting and curiosity was with me in Brooklyn and New York. It's just when you're in Montreal and you take a stroll on the canal and you see people having picnics and they're laughing, they're having drinks, and you walk down the street and there's a terrace and they're having drinks and they're eating, they're laughing. There's just, there's always a focus in friends and family and each other in the moment, the presentness. There's a good sense of presentness there. I love that. It's like there is joy all around and enjoyment. And so the lesson is you feel like moving there made you appreciate this, the little things from the day-to-day -day life. Yeah, I, I, I don't think about tomorrow as much. Wow. I know this is a lot about me. <laughs> <laughs> but do you think that by talking with other people that it's in Montreal and or maybe moving there or have moved or locals, do you really taste that sense too? Or do you, do you feel it's like a personal, very specific experience, like only to you? Everybody, okay. everybody has that vibe where, you know, there's a festival or something happening. You're just there. You have dinners. You're not rushing from place to place to place. You're just, you're just relishing in the moment. But definitely every time that I'm in there, it's like, kind of like I don't want to leave. And that sense of enjoyment that they have and they are like just not in a rush. Everybody's so beautiful. You know, you don't, you don't, I haven't yet come to like face or, or meet anybody that was going to be rude or in a rush or like completely poor and projecting their stuff on you. It's like everybody is accountable for their own things over there, right? Uh, and it's very rare. It is, it is rare to find that at this specific time in, in the world, you know, in history, to find a place, a whole city that gets to live that way. Oh my God. I mean, you're lucky and I understand why you left New York, so... Thank you for being here. Just one more minute of your time. We have a design, as you know, guys, a card game that has questions for travelers. And you are definitely a traveler. So uh, he's going to just play with me, right? Do you want to just pick a card? Okay, yeah. Hmm. Ooh. Sunset or sunrise? That's one of the questions indeed. What, do you want to answer that for us? Well, I, I think I know yours. Oh, yeah. I'm such an obvious. Yeah. You're, <laughs> you're a sunset. You're definitely sunset. It's the best light. Well, maybe because I don't ever wake up early. No, in the no I do. So I'm the opposite. I'm, I'm the sunrise. <laughs> we are both things. That's why we complement <laughs> each other. Yeah. But what, what is it? Do you think it's just because of that that you, you would choose sunrise? Or is it there anything... Because it's not the same sunrise in the city than in the middle of nature, too. Mm, yeah. So, but the city. Let's actually, get deep. Yeah. <laughs> the city, when it's sunrise, 
is just as quiet as in nature, oh, which is definitely. the most beautiful thing. Definitely. Like no, no one's awake, so it's gonna be quiet. So you like quietness? I do, I do. I, again, I think it's uh, for me, it's about balance. About okay, there's like periods of intenseness and periods of tranquility and periods of in between, and it's just it just feels like the ebb and flow of of life. Yeah, I, I definitely love sunsets because the intensity. I'm a very intense Argentinian blood, you know, kind of person. And I love the intensity of colors, you know. Morning is more about what you said, like quietness and peaceful and the birds chirp chirping, you know, and, and that sense of like, oh, a lot of things can happen from now on. It's kind of like everything is the future, but the present is like right there, you can touch it. And sunset is kind of like, you know what happened. So maybe I like reading the end of the book, but <laughs> okay. Thank you so much. I love you. You know that, but I'm very happy that I get to see you. So thank you for your time. Thank you so much, Solana. And, and it, it, I always have a smile whenever I think about you because of how you really know how to make a city a home. That you really know how to like. Oh, it's the the. It's not about the insider because the insider has this idea that you know you 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 go visit you kind of like extract but you also know how to give back to the city and i think that's really special really so. oh wow never oh you're gonna make me cry <laughs> we talk about this in another podcast like traveling is about what you take and what you give back, how you treat people when you are in places, like just a simple smile and hi, hello, how are you? Like, who are you? What's your story? You know, like getting to know a place is getting to know the people. And yeah, definitely. So I, I, maybe it's because I don't have a home as a nomad that I keep trying to find that sense in every place that I go. Thank you. 